0: It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Jeremy Rutherford on the celebrity line, why did the Blues send down Jake Neighbors? <laughs> I don't think there was this much outrage uh, when it did happen. <laughs> well, Jeremy, I, I will pivot now to NHL playoffs. Um, Ryan O'Reilly's doing pretty well for the Maple Leafs, and I think that's nice. Of course, I like to see him succeed. He got the Gordie Howell hat trick the other day. But also, in the back of the mind, it kind of concerns me a little bit because then I know that that possibly means that it's going to be harder to bring him back to the Blues. Is that a correct assessment? Yeah, Brooke, I think uh, you're probably looking at it right there. It's right? still small window chance that uh, he could be back. But, wow, is he playing well? And I think that everybody – thought that he would I felt like he was a perfect fit for Toronto it wasn't a great season for him here uh, but I think you plug him into that lineup with a lot of young superstars who just haven't been able to figure it out in the playoffs and let him kind of show the way and what does he do go and scores the game tying goal with a minute left to help win that game a couple nights ago and now they're up on Tampa Bay with a chance to uh, close it out so he's been perfect for that team and is he driving up his price to the point where the Blues won't be able to afford him. Uh, I think you know. You look at what he could cost. I think no matter what, it's going to be in the four and a half, five million dollar range. Could he, you know, raise it a little bit if uh, if he continues to have a great playoff? Say they win the Stanley Cup, and and teams around the league want to pay him that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think if he does come back to St. Louis, it's going to have to be in that four to four and a half million dollar range. Well, and just what are your thoughts on the Maple Leafs and what are they doing, what they're doing right now? Do you think they'll be able to make it out of this first round? Obviously, the odds are in their favor. Yeah, and they've been outplayed a lot by Tampa Bay in this series, but they've had that moxie that you need to win this time of year. And I think that's part what Ryan O'Reilly brings, uh, Brooke. You look at that team, it just seems like they've had so much pressure on them uh, in recent years and then just had catastrophic losses in the playoffs, which just continues to. Uh, give them that reputation that they can't get the job done. But things seem to be a little bit different for them uh, this year. They're coming back in games and they're showing a lot of strength. And look, big picture, all the teams that we've seen win a Stanley Cup in the last however many years had to go through that. Tampa went through it. You saw the Blues go through it. Uh, and now you've seen Toronto go through it. And it looks like they've uh, gained and uh, increased. You know their reputation because of it. are you, uh, we talked to you last week when you put out your grades for the forwards. You put out the grades for the defenseman, GM, and, and head coach. And so I, I, I want to ask you about how when you're making those decisions and and you give you know the GM and the, the the head coach the grades that you give them. What is what goes into that? And is there any is there ever any pushback uh, from those people about how they how they felt your grading system works? Yeah, let's start it off by saying not fun, not fun. <laughs> you know, when, when you're doing that, um, it is difficult. Uh, you look back at last year's uh, report card, and I gave uh, Doug Armstrong and Craig Bruby both an A+. Uh, you know, what they did uh, the, with the roster and, and uh, getting past Minnesota and, and really taking Colorado to a great series, uh, even though it was a shorter one, you know, I think spoke well to the work that they did last year. This year, we're talking about a 28-point uh, decrease in points in the standings and I think that you know somebody takes the fall for that and I think organizationally everybody should uh, you know some of the players you look at Jordan Kyra he scores 37 goals but I give him a B minus just because of you know individual play so on and so forth you look at the defense uh, the defense was uh, just terrible this past year so you look at Tory Krug F you look at Colton Pareko Nick Letty D minus. Uh, I think, you know, that's warranted for the way that the defense played this year. Then you get to the coach and the general manager. Look, I think Craig Berube did a really good job with what he had this year in terms of uh, the roster. It just seems like it didn't come together. But it's it's his job to find the scheme, to find the X's and O's, to pull the players together when they're trying to pull apart. And to get this team into the playoffs, and so I think if you look at what he did and what his grade should be, you know, I think a D was fair for Craig Ruby. Now, a lot of people are going to disagree with that and say, you know, he did the best he could with what he had to work with. I just think you have to look at the season as a whole, how it unfolded. We're talking about assistant coaches getting fired at the end, and that's what I think. And and in terms of the general manager. Look, it was a great trade deadline for Doug Armstrong, the work that he put into the trade deadline. But that's kind of cleaning up the situation that uh, happened, transpired, because of the moves that he made. There would have been a lot more flexibility to do things earlier in the season, maybe to try to fix things, maybe to make a big trade if it weren't for those long-term contracts that continue to haunt this team right now. Jeremy Rutherford Rutherford with us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. We have some very smart listeners here on the show. You have some very smart readers at The Athletic, none smarter than Ken V. (laughs) How about that guy? It's incredible. So uh, the backstory on that is that uh, our bosses, our editors at The Athletic, ask us to do bold predictions at the beginning of every single season. And so the past few years, I've done that myself. Well, this past year, so we're going back to October, Randy, I said, well, how about I turn it over to the readers and let them make their bold predictions? And there were a lot of bold ones. Uh, Jordan Bennington gets uh, Vesna votes and is a top three Vesna goalie finalist. Uh, also had Pavel Bucinevic, 40 goals, not out of the realm of possibility, but still a lot. Uh, but Ken V, who you reference, he actually made the bold prediction that the Blues will end the season and they will have three first-round draft picks <laughs> and and their own will be in the top 10, which, oh, by the way, it wound up being the top 10 before we head into the draft lottery on May 8th. So, Ken V, how about that? You go back to October, and he predicted that the Blues would be in this situation. So, shout out to him. And I think we're going to do some – Lose off-season bold predictions from the readers coming up, and we're going to see if Ken V can kind of co-host that and uh, give some response to some of the reader predictions. Nice. And you're going to join me on the 101 on Sports on Sunday night on Fox 2 at 11 o'clock, and uh, we already recorded that show. And uh, it's always good to get great information from you, Jeremy Rutherford. Thanks so much for the time today, and we'll be watching on Sunday night. Sounds good, sounds good. Thanks a lot, guys, and great show. Always listen, and I uh, look forward to talking to you next week. You bet. Take care. That's our buddy Jeremy Rutherford on 101 ESPN. And again, the 101 on Sports every Sunday night at 11 on the 2 Fox.